what's your typical process for creating a persona? So personas are just archetypal users whose goals and characteristics represent the needs of a larger group of users. So it's not an actual person. It's more of a representation of a larger group. So they'll often include a description, behaviors of their that person's patterns, goals, maybe some skills and attitudes as well as just a little background information to bring the persona to life. So personas help your product team answer the most fundamental questions. So who are we actually designing for? So by understanding these kinds of expectations, concerns, and even motivations of your target user group, you, it makes it possible for your team to design a product that's not going to only satisfy user needs, but it's going to be enjoyable for them to use. So to really break down how to build a persona, the first step is collecting and analyzing your research. So user research here allows you to understand your target user's mindset, some of their motivations and even behaviors that you'll use to really build a more robust persona. This information often comes from a user interview or user observations like usability tests. However, you can still create personas without any access to any of the specific kind of data. You can use customer support logs, web analytics, and even competitive analyses to help build you your first persona. But keep in mind, if you use these types of data that you'll want to <laughs> you'll want to expand upon it as you learn more and are able to interact with users more often. So remember, these are not fictional stories of imaginary people with no, literal no research backing them up. They're general representations of a user segment that are actually based on real data that you collect. So to identify... Based it off of research, you want to identify basic behavioral patterns from that research. So here, you're looking for what are some similarities that you're finding across people and ways they react to your questions, either interviews or in ways they interact with your product. And based off of this, you can kind of define some of the behavioral variables that you're seeing, as well as identify trends. And these trends are really what's going to help you find the basis for each persona and create multiple ones. So when you're really creating the persona and putting the documentation together, you'll bring all that information that you've gathered and, and analyzed to create a persona description around these behavioral patterns. So we will also add one or two bits of personality that can really help your persona feel like a real person. Uh, and then you're basically just using this one persona and you'll identify them or prioritize them based on whether they're a secondary or a primary user. And this will be based again on some of the the product goals as well as product team goals, but as well as the information that you gathered from different user testing events. So really the benefit of having persona is not just having a piece of paper with a, with a person depicted on it to represent users, it's actually tying it to how, it, how they would fit into a scenario. So how they would interact with your actual product. So next you wanna tie each persona to this type of scenario use case, which is just an imagined situation that describes how your persona would interact with a product or interact in a specific context to achieve their goal. So this really helps you iron out and understand what a user flow is. So what's going on, how people are actually using your, your particular product or how you envision them to use it. Uh, and this will help you better create you know, requirements for design or even create design solutions from thinking of how your persona walks through our specific scenario. So generally, when you're creating a document that uh, tells you all about personas, it's gonna have a generic persona name, a photo, some demographics, maybe gender, age, location, uh, their goals and needs, which is some of the most important pieces of information, as well as frustrations or pain points, when they interact with your product or in general life, and as well as some behaviors and a little bit of personality just to bring them to life a little bit more. Finally, once you've built your 
prototype persona, you're really going to want to take it to your full functional product team because it's, again, the value of persona is not one just having this this piece of fictional person or this representation of users. What you want to do is really have your team working towards a similar goal of designing a product based on this persona. So using it to help guide the decisions you make just to integrate features or make design choices. Uh, and so by having this similar persona for everybody to look towards, your team can stay aligned throughout the product design process.